0: Hello and welcome to today's Bible Broadcast episode. We're so thankful you joined us. I encourage you to grab your Bible. Join me here in the book of Mark, Mark chapter number one. We're gonna be finishing up Mark one today as we'll be looking at verses 40 through 45 at Jesus healing a leper. Now I wanna give you just by way of introduction a little bit here. Of course, Mark has established that he is going to be covering the works of Jesus more than he covers the words of Jesus. That doesn't mean that he doesn't record any of Jesus's words, but Mark's focus is on what Jesus did more than what Jesus said. And uh, here today, we're going to be looking at Jesus healing a leper. Of course, I'll mention it again. Jesus's ministry was that of a preaching ministry, a teaching ministry, and a healing ministry. Jesus did many wonderful works to give credence or to back up what he was preaching. And um, so we see today that Jesus, he heals a leper. Now, I just want to say a couple things. We're going to see throughout this gospel record, Jesus healing lepers. But I want to mention here in the very first account we have of Jesus healing a leper, that leprosy, it it was a, if I could just be blunt, it was a gross disease. Really what it was is you would, uh, it was an infection and it would, you would have boils on your skin, um, limbs would fall off, things would get infected. Uh, I won't go into too many gross details about it, but when you had leprosy, when you contracted leprosy, you were pushed out of society. You were pushed out of the city. They had leper colonies where the lepers would stay together. In fact, if they were to be walking by a leper, I mean, somebody, they, they would walk on the other side of the street if they saw a leper coming. Uh, in fact, a leper, anywhere he walked, he had to, he had to cover his face and cry out, unclean, unclean, unclean. And can I say that leprosy is, in fact, a picture, it's a type of our sinful condition. Before we were saved, we were unclean, we were lost, we were dying in our sins. And Jesus reached out and he touched a leper, he touched me. He touched me when I was in my sin, when nobody else wanted me, when nobody else would have died for me or could have died for me. Jesus came to this earth, paid the penalty for my sin, healed me of that sin, and gave me a new life. And today, we're gonna be looking at this man that Jesus healed from leprosy. And by the way, leprosy was a death sentence. Leprosy was something that you really didn't come back from. And so we're gonna be just exploring some things today. Notice with me here, verse number 40. The Bible says, and there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Now, can I just tell you, that this leper came the right way. You know, you and I, if we're going to come to Jesus, we're not going to come we're not going to come with our chest poked out and pride and arrogance. No, we're going to come beseeching him, begging him, kneeling down to him, saying to him, "Lord, if you will, if thou wilt, I know that you're able." Now, remember, nobody touched lepers. Nobody wanted to be around lepers. But notice what Jesus does in verse 41. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. Can I just tell you, this is a shouting ground right here. Do you see the picture of salvation here? Do do you see Jesus reaching out his hand, being full of compassion? Friend, when Jesus was up in heaven, when he looked down to this old sin-cursed world, and God the Father knew that there would have to be a, a payment made for that sin. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, co-equal, co-existent with the Father, he looked at he looked at God and he said, "I have compassion." on them I see folks that are lost in sin I see folks in a sinful condition and I know that it's only through a perfect substitutionary death that they can have any chance of having having an eternity with us in heaven and praise be to God that Jesus moved with compassion upon us are you thankful today that Jesus when he looked at you he was moved with compassion and not only that he put forth his hand and touched him. Oh, friend, don't miss this. Don't miss this. The lepers were ones that nobody wanted to touch. Nobody wanted to get near them. They were unclean, ceremonially unclean. They were physically unclean, spiritually unclean. Nobody wanted to touch them. But can I tell you that when nobody wanted me, Jesus came. When nobody wanted anything to do with land and street, Jesus Christ was moved with compassion. He reached out his hand, and he touched me. He lifted me up, and he made me clean. I tell you what, that'll make a Presbyterian want to shout right there. But I praise God that this leper, Jesus Christ, reached forth his hand and had compassion on someone that nobody else did, that nobody else would have had, But Jesus Christ, the Bible says, he was a friend of sinners. He came and he ate with the publicans and the sinners. He says, go and sin no more to the woman caught in adultery. Aren't you thankful today that when Jesus looked at us, he didn't say, oh, he's beyond hope. Oh, he's unclean. No, he was moved with compassion. When nobody else wanted us, Jesus reached out his hand. I'm telling you, if I'm not careful, I may start running. Bible says here, verse 42, and as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. Now, praise the Lord. What an amazing miracle. This physical miracle, this this man, he had leprosy, and now it's gone. Jesus had healed him. Verse 43, and he straightly charged him, and forthwith sent him away, and saith unto him, this is what Jesus said to him, see thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way, Show thyself to the priests and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Now, you, this may be perplexing to some. You say, why did Jesus tell him not to say anything? Well, Jesus didn't tell him not to say anything at all. He just said, first go and show thyself to the priests and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Of course, Jesus wasn't telling him, okay, now that I've healed you, don't tell anybody. That's not what he was saying. He was saying, go first to the priest. Why? Well, because uh, a leper would still be unclean if they didn't go to the priest, and the priest would have examined them and said, okay, you know what? This person has been cleansed. And then they would offer a sacrifice. They would go throughout what Moses commanded, and uh, they would be announced clean, and they could join their family. They could join uh, with their friends again. They could become part of society and be clean. And they go into the temple and sacrifice, do the things that that as a leper, they couldn't do. And we see here that Jesus said, "Go, go do these things first. But unfortunately, we see here, verse 45, but he went out and began to publish it much and to blaze abroad the matter insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but was without in desert places. And they came to him from every quarter." Basically, Jesus, another reason why he didn't want him to immediately go and spread what had happened was because, let's just be honest, Jesus had been healing people over and over and over again, and Jesus, first of all, wanted him to take care of the social side of things, but also Jesus, he had a plan. He was strategically working his way through it. And, and this man going out and, and doing what he had what he did in disobedience to the Lord, uh, yes, he was excited. It, w- it was an amazing thing that happened, but he didn't obey God the way that he desired. And look at what happened. It, it caused Jesus to have to go out into the desert places. And then, of course, they came at, they came to him uh, from every quarter. And this is just goes to show us that Although we may have an idea of what we ought to do, we just need to simply obey God. We just need to obey the Lord. Simply obey the Lord. And I will tell you this much. This is free. I won't charge you anything for this. But um, see, this man goes out and tells others about what Jesus did for him. And uh, yeah, he did it in the wrong order. He didn't obey Jesus correctly uh, in exactly the way Jesus commanded him to. But Jesus has commanded us to go tell others what Jesus did, and he hasn't put any stipulations on it. He said to go. Go ye, therefore, and teach all nations. That's what Jesus has commanded of us. And friend, how many of us are unwilling to go if we would only be as excited as this man was? Of course, it was misplaced excitement to an extent, didn't obey the Lord the way that God desired him to obey him, but we see the excitement that this man had, friend, you and I, we have been cleansed. We were lost in sin and we have been saved by the grace of God. And I encourage you, don't keep it a secret. Go and publish it. Blaze it abroad. We live in a lost and a dying world. And only what's done for Christ will last when all said and done. So I pray that you've had a good uh, day so far. I pray that you have a good weekend. And uh, I pray that you'll join us as we start on March chapter number two uh, this coming Monday. We look forward to being with you then. And we hope you have a good rest of your day.